Have you ever thought about ways to make some extra coin to line your back pocket a little further? Well, there's a lovely street corner out there which I thought about standing on at night. So, yes, maybe I have. Oh, someone's got a better idea than yours. Well, have you ever thought about freezing your body when you pass on to maybe just resurface in a few decades' time? That's very Michael Jackson. The weird and wacky stuff we couldn't fit into the show. This is the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. Love me a drink. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Had not noticed that at all. When did that happen? I don't know. Maybe we've. What? I know, right? Well, maybe we've got some new listeners this week that have not heard us before that um, don't actually realise that you and I are both borderline alcoholic. Cocktail crusaders, we call yeah, ourselves. Yeah, oh, that's the politically correct version. I don't know about correct, but yeah. or politically, but it's who we are. Well, a new study has revealed that those who consumed five or more glasses of red wine per week were 17% less likely to be at risk from COVID-19 compared to non-drinkers. I'll drink to that. I tell you, this was done by an Elko. Surely. They're yeah. just trying to justify it. Yeah. Well, scientists. It was done by scientists. Do you know that at, at no stage mm-hmm. in our drinking careers yeah. have we ever tried to justify it? No. Okay. We are who we are. We're just boozers. This episode should be no different then. But scientists believe that the reduced risk could be a result of the drink's high polyphen- polyphenol. <laughs> I <laughs> well knew I was going to bugger it up. Yeah, Amy had about 317 tries at it, uh, so 308th was always going to be a problem. Four double drinks before yep. this. All right, I'll go again, right? The scientists believe that a, a reduced risk could be as a re- result. Oh, my God, I'm Just not even plastic, drunk. plastic stuff. High polyphenol, thank you, content. I'm not, I, I don't st- I'm not in a position to correct you anyway, no, so just go. No, with it. and a scientist said it, so I can say it however I want. I don't know how many scientists actually listen to the podcast, so you might be right. Actually, if you are a scientist, can you hit us up? Let us know that you're listening <laughs> and uh, correct my grammar. Why not? Um, now, this stuff, this polyphenol stuff that yep. just rolls off the tip of my tongue Doesn't these days, it can mm. prevent flu and other respiratory conditions, but have warned people to not drink to excess because they're boring scientists. We're in trouble then. Hugely. Because if you're going to drink. You just may as well drink. Just go to excess. Don't just have a little sip. That's the point. No, you're right. This is why I love hanging out with you. (laughs) Consumption of white wine and champagne was also found to fight off the disease, but those who enjoy a beer and a cider had a 28% increased risk of contracting the virus. Beer and cider. Something yeah. about cider drinkers, don't and trust them. Cider, why? Sneaky bastards. What's wrong they with are. cider oh, drinkers? Oh, sneaky bastards. What is a cider anyway? Like, what's in it? I don't know. It's kind of very fruity. It's kind of like just drinking a squashed oh, apple. It's like a 15 year old girl drink. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, kind of like my the ones drinks, that I drink. <laughs> my son drinks so, so do you. <laughs> the study concluded that the COVID risk appears to vary uh, across different alcoholic beverage subtypes, frequency, and amount. Red wine, white wine, and champagne have the chances to reduce the risk of COVID 19. Consumption of beer and cider and spirits and heavy drinking are not recommended during the epidemics. Who wrote this rubbish? I mean, who didn't heavy drink during the <laughs> pandemic? That's what we did. Netflix and drinking. That, uh, that's what it was. There was Uber no chill. Uber Eats as well. Uber Eats, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> there was right. a lot of that. I tell you what. Dan Look at Dan, the history books, were not it? Yeah. Yeah, the world became alcoholics. <laughs> Public health, got, uh, get health. Oh, my God. 
Story one, public health guidance should focus on reducing the risk of COVID-19 by advocating healthy lifestyle habits uh, and preferential policies among consumers of beer and cider. So just don't drink beer and cider anymore. That waste your time your anyway. pussies. <laughs> and have a glass of wine. That's wrong. And they should be drinking a Canadian club. club. Oh, God. Oh, that's really going. Speaking that, of, you have that, a go. Isn't that sliding <laughs> Getting back, back to it? the vodka that's in my hand right all now. Right. Well, we've all seen the films where people freeze themselves in tanks and wake up many decades or centuries later. Is that in Sino Man from the 80s? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's probably more from prehistoric. Times I don't think he had a choice yeah, to right. come back into the in the present day from prehistoric days, but okay. kind of that kind of thing. Like if yeah. you decided, you know what, I just want to see what it's like in the year three thousand. I'm just going to just uh, freeze myself and then come back. <laughs> Hopefully everything will be okay. Can you imagine waking up in this era, like yeah, if you're right in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> right in the middle of a pandemic where technology's just taken the world by storm? You'd be like, what are those things that people are carrying around in this, like in their pockets all the time? And there'd be people that say, you know what, right in the middle of World War Two here. Yeah. Let's just freeze ourselves and yep. let's, oh, let's come up with a date. Oh, I don't know, 2020? Do you reckon, <laughs> do you reckon straight people into the pandemic? in those times, do you reckon teachers back in those times said what they used to say to me is that there'll be no time in your life when you are walking around with a calculator in your pocket, start learning maths. But there'll be times when you'll need a recorder. That's it. You're spot <laughs> on. We spoke about that on the radio. <laughs> Anyway, as you've thought about freezing yourself, uh, this sort of fantasy rebirth is a dream for you. Then there is a facility looking to make it reality. Okay. Alcor Life Extension Foundation was founded in Scottsdale in Arizona back in 1972. Describes itself as the world leader in cryonics, cryonics research and cryonics technology. What's that? Uh, it's just all cryonic stuff. Oh, thank you. The lab freezes the bodies or heads... <laughs> Of the clinically dead by slow, slow, slowing, lowering. It actually should be slowly lowering. I think I mucked that up the other day too. Uh, That'd be this morning. Lowers uh, their body temperature and storing them in giant vessels or insulated metal duars of oh. liquid nitrogen, which will serve as their new 196 degree home for many decades to come. Do you reckon they pull it Minus out? 196 degree, that should be. On a dance floor and just open it up and it makes a dry ice It'd for the bride like and Austin groom. Powers. Yeah, to dance on. Yeah. The idea, I hope, is that with advancing Shoot. technology, they may one day be able to be revived. Mm. You almost didn't revive your drink. Mm. You're picking that up. Sorry for swearing, but my drink just stuck to my coaster. Yeah, uh, It may seem far-fetched, but those who buy into it clearly feel it's more likely than living beyond the grave or cremation. According to the Mirror, mm. there are already 200 frozen heads and oh. bodies being stored there. That said, it's hardly as affordable as a burial. It's going to set you back a bit. How much? You've got to get cryonic, be, be a cryonic research test pilot. Guinea pig. Is there a hashtag for this? Should be. Mm. Indeed, you'll probably have to be confident enough to leave your family with barely any inheritance. As a full body cryonic preservation will set you back around two hundred and twenty thousand yep. dollars. Sounds like that much. While yeah. a neuropreservation, <laughs> aka oh. just the head, oh God. will cost you about eighty thousand dollars. Two twenty for a full body, eighty for just your head. But I don't understand. I probably was paying more attention when you read this on the radio this morning. But well, the thing is, yeah, these are, these are supposed to be stories we didn't quite get, get to, to on the radio, the radio this show. One, this one we actually got to on the radio, yeah, and it was, was that good. We so needed to repeat good. it. We needed to let people know. That's exactly right. But I don't understand what happened. Sorry, can you just speak to me like I'm a three year old? I'm so just tangled in cord here. You yeah. fee- you freeze the head, yeah. or the body, and then yeah. what do you do with it? Goes into a one a minus one ninety six degree home mm-hmm. of uh, liquid nitrogen for how long? For as long as you like, decades or centuries, whatever you want. And then what do you do? Then hopefully one day, yeah, 
the technology will allow them to thaw you out and bring you back to life. But how do you do that if you've just got a head in there? If you can only well, I don't understand the head part. I yeah, don't understand. That's that. what I mean. That was my question because you've only got eighty grand, not two hundred and twenty. Is that how much the other one was? Yeah, uh, two hundred twenty thousand or eighty thousand mm. just for the mm. head. Now I'm just assuming that technology will allow you in fifty years' oh. time to be to reattach to a robot, maybe. Right. Or like, who knows? Yeah. Right. Oh. You don't know what's going to happen. Someone spent the two twenty. Is probably really ugly, and they yeah. they just went, nah, chop that one's head off, and we'll pop this one's head on." That's an idea. Much more attractive. Do you do that? Would you would you ever consider just getting yourself frozen yep. and coming back a few decades down there? You know, you know who would it be important to? Someone's got nobody at all, and they think, you know, I'm just living a lonely life anyway. I wouldn't mind seeing what it's like in maybe fifty years' time. I'm going to be dead anyway, so I might as well just give it a shot. I would like to come back with my head on Elle McPherson's body. <laughs> Which I think Elle's looking that great these days, is she? Well, back in the day when she was back at in the back in the eighties, though, when I've she was known as the body. The body. I've never had a skinny ass in my life. Okay, so that would be nice. Well, I've never taken any notice of her ass, so maybe <laughs> I should go and check it out during okay, the break. As if. Uh, the Elcor Life Extension Foundation in uh, Arizona. Well done to them if you want to get yourself frozen mm. in decades to come. Okay. Uh, a couple more stories to get through. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. Look, I don't want to get involved, but I'm pretty sure I know the guy in the news police said they're looking for. If you know something, speak up. Crime Stoppers Victoria offers a confidential reporting service online and by phone. You choose how much information you share and whether you want to remain anonymous. Help solve crime and make the community a safer place without even saying your name. Share what you know at crimestoppersvic.com.au or call 1-800-333-000. Welcome back to the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. A woman from Switzerland is renting out a tent on her balcony for four hundred pounds a month. Stop it! <laughs> really? It's good. Uh, she's got. Hang on, just let me get my head around this. Sure. She's got a balcony. Yep. And she's renting it out. Hang on, she's got a balcony and a tent. And she's got a tent on the balcony. Yep. And she's renting it out. Four hundred pound a month. What's that like? Eight hundred. Four hundred pound, probably about six hundred and fifty bucks a month. A month. Because we're not quite double the she pound. Knows. What's that work out to? So, what do you have to go in? Let me read on, shall I? Yeah, please. I'm, don't ask me to calculate. Figure this stuff out. Can you just do me a favor? Can you do six hundred and fifty dollars divided by four? Because my brain's not working right now. So what's it like? A hundred and people listening are saying, God, I know morons. Yeah, well, we're like four vodkas in. One hundred and sixty-two dollars and fifty cents right. per okay. week for a tent on for a tent on the balcony. Sandra what? actually is her name. She's looking for a roommate to help mm. split the costs of her flat in Zurich. Yeah. Is offering the unusual setup of a two-man tent on her balcony with a view of the starry sky. I like this. That's lovely. Who it's wrote like, that for her? It's like concrete camping. It is. I love it. That is actually true. Well done, Sandra. Now, hang on. There's a lot of benefits here mm. because the tent is waterproof. Right. Well, isn't that sort of standard for, for a tent? Is it? Well, if you go camping, you don't want a, a non-waterproof tent. Yeah, righto. Fair. Damp. Well, it's also set up on an insulating mat, which is wonderful, mm-hmm. with mattresses and pillows also available. Like, this is amazing. This is a great deal. Get a mattress, like, pillows. Run, don't walk to Sandra. And a waterproof tent yep. for $162.50 a week. <laughs> That's, a That's AU for us Bogans. AU? Down under. Mm-hmm. Sandra explained that she would like to live with someone else and reduce my rent a bit, is what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I came up with the idea of a tent. Great idea. Well, what's she going to She couldn't build a, a, 
a um, like a little townhouse on a maybe it's only a coaching. one bedroom flat that she's in. She's got a one bedroom tent. She, well, she certainly has. Sandra does acknowledge that she may have trouble finding a tenant during the cold Swiss winter. Just throw them a block of chocolate. Don't they have great uh, chocolate over there? In, in Zurich? Yeah. They build good watches, don't they? Yeah, they do. I don't know. Swiss I'm just watches. making things that yeah, sounded about don't right. Don't they have chocolate as well? I think everybody has chocolate. What, is, what else do the Swiss do, apart from like have some Alps and stuff? they got Alps. I was like, how oh, you beat me to that? they got Alps. <laughs> and they do chocolate. She explained, I realise it might be difficult, um, but... The balcony. Oh no! I realised it might be difficult to find a tenant in the middle of winter, especially since the balcony is not covered. No, this is an experience. If someone doesn't want to move in until spring, that's fine with me too. She said. Now but, this is definitely an experience. But why would you go in a tent that's undercover anyway? When you want a view of the, well, the starry, starry night. sky. That's right. But the starry got, night. If there's cover there, you wouldn't even see the starry night. You know what she should do? We should find out who she is and write to her because I really would like to send her a telescope. I mean, that might actually entice more people. <laughs> To come and sleep under the what? That might be quote of the day. <laughs> I want to find out who that is because I want to send her a telescope. <laughs> She's got to pop well, it in it a post. Might just help her. Well, it would. find the right tenant to see the star. <laughs> there might be an astronomer out there, like an aspiring astro- astronomer. Oh my god! It's anyway, whatever. Good on you, Sandra, for being being so wonderful. Oh, what? Australia Post, get ready for the telescope. Come on, <laughs> Zurich. <laughs> sit on a, a tent that's on a balcony flick somewhere. Flick me back some chocolate, Sandra, and we'll be right. <laughs> sounds good to me. Mm. Uh, a woman has publicly called out her date for asking her to send him money for a coffee he bought her <gasps> in the last week. Oh, my God. Caitlin Phipps. Good on you, Phippies. Typical. <laughs> had recently met up with a guy she'd matched with on Hinge, mm-hmm. and it seemed to go quite well with both fairly keen to see each other again. Okay. Hinge obviously must be one of those uh, dating it's sites. It's a dating app, yeah. I don't know where she's from, but I'm thinking it's Europe because there seems to be talking in euros here. Actually that, actually, that could be pounds, so it's probably somewhere in the UK because they do it the crazy things over in the UK. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, where was it? However... Things took a bit of a turn when she woke up to a message from the guy asking her to send him to, when you say pound, is it £2.97? I think so. Which is four bucks. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah, Send me four bucks for the coffee he had bought her during the date. In a video shared on her TikTok account. Hang on, sorry, can I just... No, just let me finish the story. It'll all make sense. Okay. In a video shared on her TikTok account, Caitlin showed a screenshot of the message exchange she had with the man. Replying to his message, she asked, so I just woke up, why did you request $4? Mm. He replied, I assume the second try for breakfast is cancelled by now, so that's for the coffee last week since it seems we're never going to go out again. Really just don't understand what games you are trying to play. Oh, wow. This is like dating tennis here. It's like click, click. So you okay? You with me now? So date went, seemed to go okay. Yep. He's trying to hook up for breakfast a couple of times. She's ignored him. He said, you know what? You can just pay, pay me back for the $4 coffee. Get stuffed, he said. Yeah, but, okay. She's not very happy that she's got to pay for $4. But did they, was there an overnight stay in there that's I not been talked say, about? doesn't say, but mm. still 4 bucks is 4 bucks. I think there's holes in the story. Since sharing her tale, her videos have been watched over 300,000 times with people 
piling into the comments to back Caitlin's Corner. They're all into Caitlin's Corner. Right. That's a name for almost a show. It is, actually. Caitlin's Corner. Sounds like a coffee place. Caitlin speaking. <laughs> it does sound like one, too. Doesn't it? So it seems like there's um, maybe he's a little bit upset for something that happened or maybe didn't happen. Mm. She hasn't got back to him. She's playing a bit hard to get. He's thought, you know what, I forked out four bucks. Four dollars. £2.97. That's an investment. Governor. It's an investment in their future. I want my uh, four bucks back. And uh, she's not very happy about having to give that four bucks back since she's refusing to. If you bought me a coffee for $4. Which would be a miracle because, I mean, when you buy a coffee for $4 these days, I'm just going to do this because that's what we do with those stories. Oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, yeah. You know when you do that in the studio here, you throw it on the ground? I don't think you've – what the hell was that throw? Okay, I'm a girl. (laughs) I'm a girl. I was about to say you threw that like such a girl. (laughs) Um, do you ever pick them up? Pick them up? No, no, because you just wander out that's of the right. studio, and I've got to pick them all up. Someone's got to be ta- um, the talent here. Someone. Yeah, well, that's right. So <laughs> I'm the talent, and I'm picking up the paper. So I bought you a coffee, right. right? So I'm just going to get my drink, boys. Yeah, no, you do that because I'm trying to get my head around this. So you've bought me a coffee for four dollars, mm-hmm. and we've not spoken since right for a few days and then you yeah. message me I'm trying to get a brekkie date twice I've tried to get Oh you've tried like, to get me up for breakfast Yeah but what has happened in between the coffee and the breakfast that seems what, like nothing No I don't agree with this at all there's something missing There well, is I haven't some- seen each other since he's been trying to hook up well, twice maybe for breakfast she just didn't like him well, if that's the case, he wants his four bucks back. That's insane. Just um, send it in the post with my telescope. <laughs> if you're heading up to Oz Post, anyway. I'm done. That's pretty much it for us. It is. Um, I think we might come back next week and do it again. Why not? At the moment, I need a drink. Oh, sure. Um, you can check us out on this platform and any other platform and a heap of other platforms. Can you find us in any social media platforms? I don't know. No idea. There's a whole bunch of platforms. Just look for Cindy and Daz. Cindy and Daz. That's it. Cindy and Daz. You'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram. We're not on TikTok. We're not that cool. No, we're not at all. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go online shopping for a telescope. Yeah, and he wants his four bucks back. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. For more, check out extrabutter.com.au.